Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. Now, how many seasons are there? You might think there are four, but apparently there's far more than that. Nature's Calendar is a book uh, written by a number of people, but it's, it's called Nature's Calendar, The British Year in 72 Seasons. One of the authors, Lula Allender, is on the line. Afternoon, Lula. Good afternoon. Uh, so could you first start explaining to us the, 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 this Japanese concept of a nature's calendar? Yeah, so um, this all started with um, something I saw on Twitter in the middle of uh, pandemic lockdown. Um, I saw a tweet about this Japanese micro season calendar, which basically divided the year into 72 really short seasons of maybe five or six days. Um, And it was based on an even older Chinese calendar. And I thought, oh, what an interesting idea, um, especially in the pandemic when time was so strange. And I thought maybe this would help us get through this time if we could divide time into these really short little chunks. Um, So I just put a thing out on Twitter about this and I had um, some interesting responses and it, it kind of developed into this project where me and three other women set up a Twitter account and we asked people to just send us observations of what they were noticing in the natural world. Um, And then we voted on the name that we thought kind of best represented that little micro season. And then people um, voted for the best name and that became the name of the micro season. So we kind of eventually after a year, we built up a whole calendar of these 72 really small seasons just from what people were observing around them in nature. And had you all always intended to divide it into 72 seasons, might you have had more? That was the idea. We were going to stick to this Japanese idea just to give us a bit of a framework. Um, but I guess, yeah, you could keep on doing it. I guess um, just with, that was a, a way that felt manageable to us. Yeah. And did it vary? Did you notice any variance across Britain in that there'd be, you know, different weather conditions at different times of the year in different parts of Britain? Yeah, that was quite an interesting part of the project. And the idea was never to do a kind of definitive calendar that would be applicable across the whole of the British Isles, because that's obviously not going to happen. Spring travels at 1.9 miles an hour. So it starts in the south and travels north. So we knew we were never going to be able to kind of create this definitive calendar. But what we wanted to do was to kind of um, find where we could find phenomena and changes that were common or um, just even notice the changes that happened at different points in the season. So um, obviously we were thinking quite a lot about climate change and how that was affecting the changes as well. So there's a kind of, yeah, there are differences across according to where you are in the territory, but also um, what's happening in the climate on a kind of bigger scale. And I um... I suppose it'd be kind of fairly obvious things when certain flowers arrive and that kind of stuff. The, the things that people were noticing, were, were they were they those kinds of things or were they more precise? Uh, they were um, those changes? kind of things. Yeah, they were those kind of things. And we weren't trying to sort of record when the Swifts first arrived, because obviously that would mean that lots of those first things happened in the warmer parts of the the country so we didn't want to do that but yeah they were often they were things that we weren't really expecting um so one of the micro seasons in September we've called it arachnids assemble and it's all about spiders and until you sort of realized and looked around you suddenly everyone was noticing that there were spiders everywhere in their houses um and so that became the name of that micro season because through the act of noticing what was around them, people suddenly realised, oh, there are all these spiders. They're not normally there. What's happening? Why are they there? And then we kind of drilled down into that. And we so we wrote the the book that we've written, Nature's, 
Nature's Calendar um, has a, uh, an essay on each of the uh, winning season names. And so we would kind of dive down into that and think, what are these spiders doing? Why are they there? Um, so, yeah, some of the some of the names are, you know, maybe about bigger things that are more obvious. Um, like there's conkers that we've just had that was last week, cacophonies of conkers. But some of them were much more unusual. Um, and in the winter, they tended to be a lot of things to do with light. Um, so, yeah, it was really interesting what people were noticing. Mm-hmm. And we, uh, how long would each micro season last for? They're five or six days. And uh, occasionally there's a shorter one. Uh, I don't fully understand how the Japanese calendar came to that. But that's how we, we just followed the dates that they had. Right. Okay. Because I, I'd imagine it would be like, you know, the, the spiders all arrive in your house and then after five or six days, they just disappear again, that these things might kind of overlap with each other. Yeah, exactly. They do overlap and some things will happen for longer in different places. Um, so, yeah, it's not meant to be a calendar that's kind of representing this definitive event. It's just more about let's see what happens if we pay really close attention to the natural world around us. Um, and what happens to the the act of observing as well? We were interested in that. Like, if we really pay attention, how does that change how we feel about the place that we live in? And you don't need to live in the middle of the countryside to do this. You can, you know, observe things in the pavement as you walk to work or school or whatever. Um, so, yeah, it's about this idea of the passing of time and how those changes in the natural world reflect that. Yeah, and I would imagine that once you start to pay attention to it, it gives you an acute awareness of how much this change is going on all the time, all year all year round. Yeah, and what was so interesting was that I, I really noticed how my um, the quality of attention I was paying changed. So I walk my dog every day and suddenly I was really looking at things in a much more close way because I was thinking, oh, I hadn't noticed that, that you know, there's a first blackberry. I hadn't seen one before until I'd really sat down and thought about it. Um, and uh, one of the essays is on thunderbugs, on elderflower. Um, and that was really interesting because these are absolutely tiny little creatures and you probably don't give them a second thought. Um, and then the more we kind of discovered about them, the more fascinating and important they are. They're actually really important pollinators. So it was, uh, yeah, the more we noticed, the more kind of awe and wonder we were uncovering about what was going on around us. And is the, the rate of change equal throughout the year in the sense of might you notice more changes, obviously, when it's spring into summer or, or summer into autumn or say in the height of summer are still things happening? Yeah, that was interesting as well, because obviously spring is this kind of huge burst of energy and loads of things are happening. And autumn, again, there's lots of really obvious changes and, you know, the leaves changing colour, those kind of things. You can really notice that. So I think we had to, well, like people had to pay more attention in those kind of more flat seasons where it feels like there's not so much going on. But if you go for a walk in the you know dead of winter, you'll see fungi around you. Um, we've got a whole essay on the smell of decaying leaves. So there's all sorts of things. If you're really looking for it, you can find it may not be like showy, amazing, um, huge flowers everywhere. But there's lots of really inter- interesting things happening at the same time. The book is called Nature's Calendar, the British Year in 72 Seasons. Lula Alenda is one of the authors of it. Lula, thank you very much. Moncrief, weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.